So again, I can't get over the thing that I heard from a Buddhist teaching, the right ways to love people. The thing that he said that really sticks with me because it was something I was struggling with was to, to love somebody mentally. And that means to think fondly of them when they are not with you and when they are with you. And it's, it's interesting because I was just thinking to myself, if we hire somebody for a job, right? We don't, we don't, we hire them and we don't say, oh, they're going to do terrible. They're going to wreck everything. They're going to fail at this. It's going to be a shit show, a tragedy. Because we would have never hired them then if we really thought that, right? So if we're going to hire people to enter our life, like it's like you're hiring somebody in a way, like not literally, but you're basically, you get to know them like an interview and now you've allowed them in your life. So it's like you've hired them, you've allowed them in. And if somebody's hiring us for a position, we wouldn't want them to think that we're going to do terribly. So the whole point about loving somebody mentally is wishing them the best. So now you've let somebody in your life and you say, you know what, I hope they do great with my friendship. I hope they do great with my love. I hope they do great with me being in their life. I really wish them well because I know that my intentions are so pure and they are good. And for that, I am a big value. I am very valuable in this person's life. And with time, they're going to show me their value. And, and for them to even be in my space means there is value to them. And I think they're going to do great and just think happy thoughts about people. And this is a good thing because, you know, a lot of the time we say, oh, I don't want to think too great because um, then I don't want to be let down. Well, the thing is, is that you're not really putting expectations on it. Like this person needs to call me at this time. They need to do this. They need to do that. Now you're being specific and putting expectations on it. But when you're wishing somebody well, it's a totally different thing. I hope they do good with my love. I hope that, you know, this grows more, that we become closer, that we bond more. Um, I hope that they, you know, wishing well. And so that... <sighs> The thing is, is if it were to go a different direction, but there's a spider on me, <sighs> I refuse to kill him. Um, if, if things don't go as you have wished for them, it's not going to be such a letdown because you have already guarded yourself with kindness and love. We are never guarded fully when we are scared nervous, in fear, in anger, in resentment, bringing pieces of our past forward into new situations, we are unguarded. We are sitting in a battlefield that never came about. And what happens to people in battle? They become exhausted. So are they really at their most powerful? No. But when you're coming from a place of peace, love, and happiness, you are empowered, you are strengthened, you've gotten your sleep, you have your energy. So it's important to sit in the space of saying, I, they're going to do great, I wish them the best. And that's it. And you will know what to do if things turn in a different direction. 
and it won't be in such a abrupt, nasty, crazy way. It'll just be like opening your hand and letting the feather out and letting it fly away in the wind. And, you know, there's no point in worrying about things that haven't transpired because we're just weakening ourselves, bringing ourselves into a hopeless state. And uh, why? Why do we do this? Why are we so confused thinking that all the negative emotions empower us? It's so not true. The great thoughts or the no thoughts, the great thoughts bring no thoughts and that brings you peace. And of course, along with all that comes happiness. But we have to start changing our minds into knowing that the real empowerment is through happy thoughts, good thoughts, kind thoughts. We are never, ever, ever, ever empowered by anything out of those thoughts. We are weakened. We bring ourselves to hopelessness. We disarm ourselves um, of our strengths. And when you're disarming yourself of love, peace, and happiness, you aren't going to be doing well. I mean, tell me, anybody who's angry or afraid, how are they doing in their life? How do they feel every day? How is their production? How, how do they enjoy the world that they live in their life? They don't. And that shouldn't be you. That shouldn't be anyone. Honestly, it really shouldn't be anyone. But don't become one of that. Don't do it. And trust me, <laughs> sometimes we get so used to being afraid that we become comfortable in fear. And that's how you know it's not real fear. Because real fear is designed to remove you out of a dangerous situation in seconds, in minutes, move, can't sit in fear, gotta go, house is on fire, running out, car's on fire, jumping out. If you're sitting in fear, you found comfort in it and it's not real fear. So you're wasting your time being miserable for no reason. When on the opposite side of that coin, you can sit in peace, in love and happiness, and there is where you're supposed to be seated. Love, peace, and happiness is designed to stay in for long stretches of time. Fear is not. And if you're one of those people like me who have had bad experiences with people, um, we have to individualize it. That's the individual. They have not learned about the heart that they hold, the love inside of it, the hope inside of it. And if they haven't learned the love within them, they will never accept the love from you. And if they try to accept the love in you, there may be chaos behind them that doesn't allow it to happen because they need to find it within themselves first and fix the static behind them to invite it in from the world outside of them. Very important, what I just said. And if you are that person that has had those bad experiences. If you want to be prepared for the worst outcome, strengthen yourself with strengths. And that is with always being in happy thoughts towards other people. And in return, you will have happy thoughts for yourself. For I don't, can't do the math on this and can't tell you really why, 
but it works. If you're thinking happy about somebody, you're no, for whatever strange reason, you are more inclined to know your own self-worth. So that if things do fail, you still have your value and your worth so that you don't become one of the people that fall into an abusive situation or a bad situation. If you want to be prepared for the worst outcome, strengthen yourself with high hopes and thoughts towards other people. If we're constantly thinking negatively about the outcome or about the person, when they do it, if they do it, you're going to have already accepted that in your mind because you've expected it. So if you've expected it and it happens, you can accept it and you may find yourself dealing with it and being okay with it because you've already seen this coming. You've already put this in your head. So it's not something unfamiliar. But if you have kind, uplifting thoughts about somebody and they happen to let you down, the two are going to conflict and you're going to say, no, 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 no. I had this idea in my mind and this isn't part of my plan. And so this casually, peacefully has to go. If we constantly make ourselves comfortable in bad thoughts and they are confirmed, that's when you end up in it allowing it, walking into it, making it part of your life, and then you become that. You don't want to be that. You want to be happy. You want to be in peace. So let's, let's, you need to think about that for a minute. That's a very serious thing, okay? A very serious thing. Wow. See, we learn together, you know, and, and everything that I talk about is, I, I, is, has been done by me. I've already tried to think the worst, horrible, and then uh, whatever. I've done it all. I've tried every side of the coin. This side of this, of this pretty gold, every time I say that, I see a beautiful golden coin. This side is the side to stick on. This is the side to keep on your counter and to look at. This is the side to live by because the other side doesn't work. When you're constantly in a negative state of mind, you're basically hoping the worst. That's what you're doing without realizing it. When you're expecting, you're hoping. So you're hoping the worst. And you're gonna, and it, it breaks you down, and it and it ruins your self worth, it, 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 and you start clicking on to more and more negative things to weaken you and put you deeper into a hopeless state. And you want to be empowered. You want to be strong. You want to stand in the knowing that no matter what, you have you, and everything's gonna be okay. So. I love this conversation. I hope that it helped at least one person. I hope that all of the dreams of your heart become reality. And I hope that today you decide to empower yourself with kind thoughts. Love, peace, happiness, kind thoughts. Let's say that you're in a bad situation right now. You're in a bad relationship with somebody. I want you to keep thinking kind of them. They're so kind. They're so loving. They're so sweet. 
they're so kind, even if they are a maniac animal. If you keep thinking that in your mind and they keep being the animal that they are, it's going to conflict with your plans of what you really want in your life. And eventually you're going to tell that person to have a great life. I hope you can find the love that is somewhere inside of you. Please go away because I have found it inside of me. And I am welcoming and ready and able to accept it from outside of me. So keep, even if you're in it, something bad, speak good. And every time they knock against, uh, against your good, eventually you're going to say, no, I don't want this. I am done with this. And this is not for me. This isn't what I'm, this isn't what my mind is saying we do what our mind says we feel what our mind says we we feel we do we see we hear what our mind says your state of mind is your life your state of mind is your life and the more that you speak highly of, of a particular person that maybe isn't being good to you in your life if you keep speaking highly of them they are so kind, they are so sweet, they are so generous, they are so patient, they are so loving, they are so uh, attentive to my needs, they are so gentle. If you keep repeating that, even if you're with somebody who's all the opposites, you're going to start realizing what's going on. You're going to start seeing this person for what they really are and what they really do for your life. You're going to start seeing the picture, the big picture, the reality. Because if you get that phone call from that person that's nasty and you're like, oh God, they're going to scream at me. They're going to be mean to me. You already have expected it. So when it happens, you're going to accept it. And when you accept it, you allow it to repeat in your life over and over again. So when that beast animal of a person calls you, that is still in your life, unfortunately, I want you to say, wow, this person's calling. They're going to be so kind to me. They're going to be so loving to me. They're, and just keep saying it, all great things about them. And this person may be nice, have little times where they're kind or nice, um, but just keep saying it. And let them confirm to you whether your kind thoughts about them are true or false. And eventually, you're going to look at the screen and you're going to make your decision of what's best for you. And I wish you the best of luck. I hope that all the dreams of your heart become reality, your reality. And remember that your state of mind is your life. It's your life.